0: Hello everyone and welcome to All About Life, a branded podcast where all we talk about is life. My name is Lauren and I'm joined by my co-hosts David and Sean. Say hello guys. Hi. Hello. Hello. So um, just to give you a little bit of um background, me and David are in the same room. We're currently in David's house. We are talking to Sean on um. Discord, because he lives down in London. So if there's any connection problems, a little bit of a pause. Don't worry, that's just Sean's connection. And if you hear any thumping, scraping, or digging as well, don't worry about that. That's just me and David's pet rabbit Riley. He's in the room as well. He's in his cage. He's as happy as he's happy as he can be. So guys, this is our first ever podcast episode. How are you feeling? You excited? Nervous? We're we good? We're David's loving it, Sean. Sean, how are you feeling, mate?
1: I'm mixed. You're what? I'm I'm mixed, nervous and excited.
0: i oh, it'll it'll all be fine. It'll be fine. So I'm thinking because it's our first episode, we obviously want to talk about something that that uh, we know we're going to talk about a lot, right? So I'm thinking. Uh, today we're going to talk about music and how music has made such an impact on our lives because for me like music has been in my life as long as i can remember ever since i was a kid because we did some music lessons in primary school but it was all about like a rhythm so we would bounce up we would be in the assembly hall we would bounce a ball around each other and that would basically be the rhythm and we would sing the song um I can't remember the song off the top of my head, but it doesn't matter. So, like, that was my first experience of music. And then, like, music was all through my life. And then it wasn't until I got to high school, because I I studied music in high school. I don't know about you guys, but I studied music in high school. David, you did it as well, didn't you?
2: Yeah, we all studied um, music, you and me, further than Sean, but... You were saying that it's been in your life for as long as you yeah. can remember. It's been in my life for pretty much my whole life because mm-hmm. my family played music and have done since before I was born.
0: Yeah, and you play guitar as well, so... Yeah. Yeah. Sean, what about you? Like Me
1: too.
0: When did music and first best. come into your life? If you can remember. It's
1: been there forever.
0: <laughs> been there when,
1: for... when I was in primary school, I... Me and my mother used to come home and we'd have her little... I I don't want to call it karaoke because um, we didn't... We still had the vocals playing, but... Yeah. You know, just a whole rave in the living yeah. room, really.
2: Like a kind of sing-along type thing.
0: A sing-song. So, uh... Oh, who doesn't love a good sing-song? Yeah. Who doesn't yeah. love a good we sing-song? We just had a whole
1: rave in the living yeah. room nearly every day.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I think, though, for me, I don't know about you guys, but I think when I went into high school and I... St- and I'm st- studied music i think that was the first time i saw music in a whole like different way like basically what i mean is see up until high school i just listened to music for the sake of it right i didn't think about it in any other way shape or form right Mm. and as i got older in high school, when I went through things, you know, like exams and friendships, you know, all that stuff.
2: Things that would stress you out, generally.
0: Yeah, I actually realised that there's some songs that music is very powerful. I don't think a lot of people realise how powerful music can be, especially some of the lyrics and songs. Like the first one, the first song that comes to my head is "Titanium" by S- Sia. If you haven't heard that song, guys, go out and listen to it. You probably have. It's It's unlikely that you haven't listened to Yeah, it's to it. unlikely you haven't listened to it. It's a really big song, but it is absolutely an amazing song. Like, the lyrics are absolutely fantastic. See if you're feeling a wee bit down or you have some doubts. Just listen to that song is absolutely fantastic. I think that song, for me, definitely helped me through a lot of problems in high school. Did you have a song? Uh, like that a song that would just like boost you up if you're feeling a bit down or gave you confidence you know and uh, anything like that
2: for me it was mainly just metal in general yeah it's it's metal is d- generally associated as like a very angry type of music the people associate anyone who listens to metal is really angry people but in actuality it's sometimes it is actually the only thing that stops someone from lashing out
0: yeah aha uh-huh. like sometimes you just need to take a second to like can like just take a second to get it together and mm-hmm. the only thing that can sometimes help in a situation like that if you can't talk to anyone is music
2: yeah everyone has different ways you could take a minute and leave the room and yeah breathe you could listen to music you could go get a cup of water tea coffee whatever you want
0: yeah because i have like for anyone who doesn't know this is quite a big thing i'm gonna say but i went to the doctor a couple years ago with anxiety and i was diagnosed that day with anxiety Mm -hmm. and i just did not know how to cope with it because it's changed my life in a way me having anxiety because it's definitely had like i worry about things i shouldn't have to worry about you know, I, I overthink things a lot, which really doesn't help me in certain situations. And the only thing that can calm me down is listening to music, as daft as it might seem. To me, that's my, what would you call it? Um, My outlet. Outlet. Thank you. Yeah. Sean, what about you? Have you had any songs that have, like, helped you or do you just, you know, have you had any songs that help you?
1: Well, I haven't had specific songs, but you can always tell what mood I'm in from what I'm listening to.
0: Yeah, and yeah. I'm always
1: listening me. to music, and whenever whatever mood I'm in, it's always reflected in the music. Whenever when I last year, two years ago, I was very angry, very fucking angry. So Slipknot was my main thing I'd listen to.
0: Mhm. Yeah, Please. Which
1: is uh. Very violent metal band, a lot of the time.
2: Especially a bit of, especially what they say at the start of Duality.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think again though it comes from that point yeah, of view definitely. where. I think again though it comes with that point of view, especially like um heavy like metal because obviously before I met you, because of the stereotypical things out there, I always assumed heavy metal listeners were people with a like leather jackets, guys, long hair. But, you know... Sleeve tattoos. Sleeve tattoos, just look rough, like, you like, know, like, guys who so would just... Wa- yeah, 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 just like the guys you would not want to mess with. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. then I meet you, and you're just... You're just not the kind of guy that I think would listen to heavy metal. But, but then again, you know, that's a good thing, because it just shows that...
2: The stereotype is wrong Yeah, the majority uh-huh. of the time. And
0: then there's Sean as well. I mean, like, Sean gives kind of a wee bit more of that look, but he's not...
2: But he doesn't act like it. Either. He doesn't
0: act like hey, it. No, I'm, I'm just, nice. No, no, no. That's, no. What,
2: that's what we're saying. It's, like you're really goofy.
0: You're really goofy, but like from your appearance, and I don't mean this in <laughs> in the wrong way. No, it's because he's got like long hair, and he's quite, you know he mm. kind of yeah, gives okay, off sure, sure. he he kind of gives off that look as someone yeah, who know. would listen to that kind of music. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. You know, which is a good thing because I think to be
1: fair, that came from school, not metal.
0: <laughs> yeah, because if there was a message that you wanted to like. Come across them today. It would be, you know, give heavy metal a go. You never know. In my impression,
2: maybe not even heavy metal. Just like a kind of softer type of metal.
0: Yeah, because it's safe to say that. Well, my taste in music has definitely changed over the years. Like that is that is no question. Like I've gone from when I was a kid. The only thing I'd listen to would be like Disney soundtracks or something like that, you know, from like Disney movies and all that stuff, because I was mm-hmm. a Disney freak back in the day. I still am, of course. Hashtag love Disney. Um, <laughs> but as I got older in high school, you know, I was introduced to like, cause I think it's safe to say, David, when we went in high school, that was kind of like when the best... Years of music from like 2010 to 2020 was like the best for our generation, I think. It was because that's when you had Justin Bieber, Katy Perry, Sia, those are the top three off my head, but you know what I mean? You know, like, yeah, you would hear like Teenage Dream by Katy Perry, you would hear um, you would hear um, Starships by Nicki Minaj, you would hear Bang Bang by Jesse, e, you know, all those kind of songs,
1: mm-hmm. you know.
0: So, like, so like all through high school, I'd listen to like pop songs you know and then again I would say
1: it was me through primary.
0: Yeah, exactly. But I'm trying to think when my excuse me, but when I first started to get into Queen. Now for anyone that doesn't know, I am a massive Queen fan. Like I have listened to pretty much every single Queen song that there is. And I think my first I think my first interest in Queen was when in high school. Do you remember we did We Will Rock You? Or were you in high school at that point, David?
2: Um Yeah, I was in because I saw that show.
0: Yeah, so that had been the first time you saw me because I did that show. And I was familiar with Queen, but not enough. So I just listened to Queen songs from the We Will Rock You soundtrack. Fantastic musical, by the way. It's mm. so, so good. Yeah. Like, for anyone who hasn't seen it, if you can go see it, it's absolutely incredible. But, yeah, so... That was the first time I'd h- kind of started to get f- um, familiar with Queen. And then, of course, the big thing that sold it was the movie, aka Bohemian Rhapsody, with Rami Malek, Fantastic actor. Brilliant mm. actor. For anyone who hasn't seen that, again, please go see it. If you're a Queen fan, you'll absolutely love it. And I think the thing with Queen... So basically, let's give you a wee bit of history for anyone who doesn't know. Queen is a rock band that has been around since 1970. That's how long they've been around for. Yeah. And they're still as popular today as they were back then. Of course, sadly, the singer Freddie Mercury is no longer with us. He
2: passed he in... He passed 92?
0: away. Something like that. 92, 93. For anyone who knows, um, leave a wee comment. But, yeah. He was an absolutely fantastic guy. He would... Sorry, 91. 91, yeah. So but Freddie Mercury, absolutely great guy, David. Like, wasn't he? He was just yeah. so... He could get the crowd up in any situation. He would get the crowd going. He would get them singing. He would get them cheering. He was basically he the life... He could like...
2: get them going by literally walking
0: out on stage. Yeah, he was the life of the party. Like, whenever you saw Freddie, people would just cheer. But anyway, getting a better topic, but anyway. So, <laughs> obviously, we I saw the movie Bohemian Rhapsody in the cinema. Did you see it in the cinema?
2: I didn't. I saw the summer after you left high school.
0: Sean, have you seen Bohemian Rhapsody, just for context? I have not. You have not seen it? <laughs> Terrible. No. Anyway. Oh, no. We, need, the,
2: them to we need to get him to watch it. We need to get him to watch
0: that, yeah, yeah, yeah. We need to get him to watch that. But, yeah. Oh, but, God. And I think the thing that um sold it to me the most was, of course, the the, the scene with Live Aid because yeah, that yeah, is yeah. just that is an incredible scene, incredible duration because I think in the movie they only do they do Behemoth Rhapsody, they do Radio um Gaga I can't remember what other ones they do but they don't do the whole thing in the movie and then I, I remember I went to see it with my dad and we saw the we saw the live aid scene and after the, the cinema um finished I went to my dad and I said, because obviously I was quite um, naive, I said, did that actually happen, that concert? And he said, yeah, yeah. Mm. So I, because I don't think I'd heard a Live eight at that point, I didn't really know, didn't know what it was. So I just went home and watched it. And the atmosphere, like, oh my goodness, there was, because there was so many, so many acts that day because it was a massive charity thing it wasn't at library that was 1985 if i'm correct and it was to help was it people in africa or something i can't quite remember but it was something like that and there was so many like famous singers there was queen there was elton john there was so so many and queen i think up until that point queen um I mean, like, they were good. Like, don't get me wrong. They were a fantastic band. But I think, like, Live Aid just, like, completely just raised the bar because, like, Freddie got how many people there were at Live Aid to all be clapping and singing and cheering to Radio Gaga and all that stuff, you know? Mm. So, again, that's what made me fall in love with, with Queen. But I've, I've always wanted to know in terms of you two, in terms of Slipknot, because I know that's a band you both listen to, uh, what was the moment that made you think like right, that's a good band that's that's the band I'm going to listen to like what made you, was there a particular song or did you just come by chance, how did you actually come across Slipknot for you two?
2: Well in terms of how I came across it because I introduced Sean to it um, I used to play Guitar Hero Warriors of Rock and other Guitar Hero games um, and those who have played. Oh what a
0: game that was yeah. What a game Guitar Hero
2: those who have played Guitar Hero Warriors of Rock know that Slipknot's Before I Forget is on the 8th set of songs and that's how I was introduced to that and from there I found Psychosocial which I then said to Sean years later look here's a song that I think you might like it's Psychosocial by Slipknot and then from there Sean thought I like this and I'll, I'll let you explain the rest, Johan.
1: So, um, I remember that actually. I was just sitting there on my bed. I don't have a chair because who needs chairs? <laughs> I was just sitting there on my bed and you said, listen to psychosocial. Who so needs chairs when I you need a bed. <laughs> yeah, bed's more useful. Anyway, I put it on and I was like, hey, this is good. like the intro was, was like, a, a little bit tame i was like yeah, this is quite nice and then later on it just got so just heavy really it just got so heavy i was i was completely thrown back by this because this was the most heavy song i've heard i used to listen to system of a down and yeah. that was the closest thing to yeah. like that was the only metal i would listen to yeah. so then hearing that and then i went on to duality which was it was good i was obsessed with that for a while and then i heard scream which
2: is one that i'm not familiar with
1: very 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 heavy this was before i listened to the iowa album which is the heaviest but it that was the most heaviest song i've ever heard in my life and it still is one of the heaviest i've heard yeah and that's really just got what got me hooked on them
0: yeah because i think it's safe to say just made you
1: feel so strongly
0: yeah because i think it's safe to say that um obviously like i had to uh david when i first started dating you i obviously had i wanted to find out everything i could about you Uh uh-huh and you said and then i think one of our first conversations was actually music because Mm. because we were both music students so so we knew the music was a common thing that we we were both passionate about in, in more ways than one so we talked about music i can't remember what i said i can't remember what i said what my favorite music was at that time i can't remember what i said it was probably it was probably queen to be honest it probably was because i was i think i just started listening to queen at that point but when you said um uh, 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 when you said slipknot i was like oh okay
2: the thing with the slipknot thing is i, I didn't be truly become a fan until uh, covid lockdown
0: yeah yeah that kind of helped as well but I think you did listen to Slipknot at some point before, mm, or by...
2: Not properly. I'm, no. I mostly listened to, like, Metallica. Metallica, sorry.
0: Metallica, yeah. Um.
2: And within, like, 2019, 2020, I started to listen to, like, five different bands, Slipknot not included.
0: Yeah, uh-huh. Because I'm trying to remember, when you first introduced me to Slipknot, I was just like,
2: Whoa, that's... Whoa this
0: is not... I can... <laughs> I, I can obviously understand why some people listen to it mm-hmm. because it is like a emotion just like ah, like want to you get your emotions out. Yeah. Just like, yeah, exactly. It's just something you just want to scream your guts to. Mm. You know what I mean? So I can imagine that. But I mean, again, and I like, and <clears throat> I do like the fact that I can say to you, like, subnods, not my cup of tea. And yeah you're, and you're cool with that
2: i'm totally fine with that. because we have our
0: own separate music interest sean as well you know sean you know yeah like i'm everyone... sure that you two have like music interests so you're not really
2: everyone has different music interests yeah. and tastes in music and that's why i don't really judge people who like like for instance i like metal and if someone likes pop or jazz or yeah. rap or hip pop or whatever the hell yeah i don't care as long as you're not hurting someone and judging people Uh, for their opinions and things. Yeah,
0: I will say though, the one thing I appreciate when it comes to you two with music is the fact that you are willing to listen to the music I listen to. Mm Because David, I kind of introduced you to Queen and Elton John, because you were familiar with them, but you didn't really know them in the extent I did. Mm -hmm. And I said, give this a listen, give that a listen. I'm also a massive... (laughs) I'd say... Dave, I'd say that you and me are both Elton John fans, right, Sean, as well? I'd say that we I mean,
2: all... we went to see Elton John live. Yeah. Nice. Oh,
0: how amazing was that? So, again, for a wee bit of context... I'm
1: not the biggest fan.
0: But David I like and I him. went to see Elton John just on his um farewell tour there. We went to see him in Glasgow at the Hydro, and we saw him... I can't quite remember the date, but we went to see him in the Hydro. I think it was June some point?
2: We could probably find a picture and find what day it was. Yeah,
0: find a picture, see what day it was. But we went to see him in the hydro. But um, bear in mind, I was supposed to see him back in... Tw- 2020?
2: 2019?
0: No, no, 20, 2019. Yeah, I was supposed to see him back in 2019. But
2: uh, then
0: there was COVID, the pandemic, and no, then... No,
2: the t- pandemic didn't affect 2019. I think it was... Something came up and he had to postpone. Twenty twenty postponed because of COVID.
0: Oh yes, and then the third time was, was his he got an injury surgery. Yeah, so j- it was three times postponed, and I was raging every time.
2: Was it four times? Oh, I can't remember. I don't, I, it doesn't matter. However many however times many it was, however many times it
0: was. But yeah, anyway, so I so so like you can imagine when when like the um a, a day finally came. I was the so. The 18th of
2: June, by the way.
0: The 18th of June. I was so, so excited because I'd been waiting so long and I'd became such a fan of Elton between 2019 and twin- 2023. So I had a blank there. <laughs> Forgive me. But again. But
2: the, as but what- By the time you. But by the time the show had actually came about you'd gotten me really into Elton yeah, John as well I because, was listening to it on my own and everything
0: again like people say like how come you're a big fan of Queen and Elton John and I'm like well the reason that I became I'm such a big fan of Queen and Elton John is because of one connection it's the movies that have been made about them one Bohemian Rhapsody for Queen and two Rocketman by the incredible Taron Egerton such an amazing actor singer he plays elton john down to a t he's so so good because david you've listened to the soundtrack you haven't seen the movie but you've listened to the soundtrack he's an incredible singer as well that was taron edgerton that was singing he he sings every single tune every Uh single note in that film is him singing
2: and it was absolutely phenomenal he's singing yeah he's got an amazing voice
0: yeah uh uh-huh and because you did a comparison i think one day because you listened to I think you listened to Taron and then you listened to Elton back to back. I can't remember what song it was. You it wanted would have
2: been Rocketman.
0: Rocketman. So uh, what was your opinion on that?
2: Um, Some people are going to think I'm a heathen for this because I prefer Taron's version of Rocket Man over Elton's. Yeah. Purely because of the fact that Taron's one feels so much fuller than the um, Elton John one.
0: But then, of course, if there wasn't the original, then it wouldn't be him. So, again, I can understand where you're coming from. Like, even though, like, I'm a massive Elton fan, there's some songs that I do prefer Taron over than Elton. Mm -hmm. But then, again, I guess it just... I think it just depends on how you listen to it, again, because Elton's songs are very, very powerful. Because, like, he went through... So, like, for anyone that hasn't seen the movie, Elton was addicted to alcohol addicted to drugs you know like he had a tough time in his career mm. he's fine now thank god he's <laughs> fine now but so i can i can't imagine like what it must have been for him to have all this fame because i think he was only in his 20s i think when he had fame because your song which was like his first hit song i want to say he wrote that in 1970. Well, he did not Bernie Taupin did, but, you know, like, mm. that's when it was... So, you can't imagine what that must have been like for him, you know, mm. as an artist. Yeah. And he's just been such he a would, big...
2: He would be hit with a bunch of, like, um, imposter syndrome and things like yeah.
0: that. Yeah, uh-huh, yeah. And, obviously, because I've seen, I've seen, like, videos of him, like, um, performing at Live Aid and everything like that. And so, to see him live, knowing that this was his... Fa- because, like, at the start, when I saw it was his farewell tour, I was like, I know it's his farewell tour, but I'm not really much of a fan. Mm-hmm. And then I got persuaded to, to um, get the tickets. Yeah. So I was like, okay, fine, I'll go. And I am so glad that I went. But I am curious as to... As to if the concert happened there and then, and I went to the original date... Would I have enjoyed it as much as I did when I saw it in June with you?
2: uh um, You know, I, mean? I
0: don't... I, I, I'm on, looking back in on all it,
2: honesty, I don't think you would have because no. you never really knew him that well. Because, no, I didn't. Because you'd be sitting there like, I'm not enjoying this show, you wouldn't. You probably wouldn't have given Elton John that chance.
0: Yeah, uh-huh, yeah. And of course, as well, we've seen Queen live as well. Yeah. We've seen Queen plus Adam Lambert live at the Hydro as well. That was pretty much a year apart between those two.
2: Mm-hmm. And that was also a phenomenal show with Brian yeah. May and Roger oh, Taylor. Brian, oh, the fact that we were about six feet away from Brian May, right at the front as well.
0: Can we just take a minute to talk about how much Brian May has um, has had such an impact on us when it's come to music?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like you especially with guitar.
2: Yeah, so many. Brian May is one of my biggest inspirations with guitar because he's. So it's his techniques and the sound he gets out of that instrument is phenomenal.
0: Yeah, it is so good. I mean like it's just like the fact that he can still like do that, the concert and bearing in mind he's seventy-six years old and he can still do that. Yeah. He can still go on tour all around the world in his late seventies with um Adam Lambert and uh Roger Taylor. Mm-hmm. It's just phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. The same with Elton as well because Elton's in his late 70s and all. Mm. But like, this is his final tour. Well, he's said that a few times now but apparently this is it. This is it. Yeah,
2: because he wants to spend time with his family.
0: Yeah, which is fair enough. But, but Ryan and Roger are still going. But I do think that, do you think part of that is because they feel like they owe it to Freddie or do you think, you know, like they owe it to Freddie to keep their music going or do you think they do it I mean, I assume they enjoy it. Don't get me wrong, but like, do you think there's another reason for it? Like, pi- like you know, like, um, like you know, a tribute to Freddie in a way.
2: I think there is an aspect of that because obviously Freddie was wasn't able to live out the career of Queen, I suppose, and yeah. obviously after Freddie died, um, was his name um.
0: Oh, um, John Deacon, you're talking John about. John Deacon couldn't yeah.
2: couldn't keep going. He was. Yeah. He just couldn't handle the death of Freddie. Yeah, poor guy. But um, Brian May and Roger Taylor yeah. wanted to keep the image of Queen alive. Yeah, and then and in doing so, they've kept the image of Freddie alive.
0: Yeah. Now, I think a lot of people, a lot of people listening to this, are going to be asking. Um, we've mentioned Adam Lambert. Obviously, mm. he's like. He's not the replacement of Freddy, because that's just, that's not a nice, that's not a way it's to put it. It's not the way to put it. It's not the he way to
2: put is. it. He's, He's the stand-in for Freddy. The
0: stand-in for Freddy. And obviously, I'm not sure about you, but when I told people that we I went to see Queen Father Lambert, they were a bit like, uh, uh, ee, ee. like, how mm. was he? Now, um, for me, now, obviously we can't speak to when Freddy was here, because neither of us were born. At yeah, that point. I was
2: 2002. You were 2001. Yeah, Sean so, was 2006.
0: Exactly. So we can't speak. But I think he's like he's probably the closest to to Freddie that we're gonna get yeah. in this lifetime. I think because he carries the right. You can put it better than me. Like you, he carries the, he right, carries the, right, the right body termino. language. He carries the right. You know, he just he
2: ju- has the feel that he, Freddy would would put into the show.
0: Like, he's got the soul of Freddie inside him, I think, in a way. Uh-huh. Because he can just... I must admit, there was a part of me that was, like, in awe of him, and there was a part of me that felt a little bit, like, sorry for him. Like, not in a bad way, but the fact that he knows that people are gonna look at him...
2: And judge him and for every fibre of his being whilst he's doing that show.
0: Because of Freddie. Yeah. You know, but I didn't... I didn't think of like that. I'm just like, look... I'm seeing Queen, my favorite band. This is the closest I'm gonna get to see all of them. I'm gonna enjoy it, and I don't care. I don't care if he's bad. I don't care. I mean, obviously, I knew he was gonna be great, but yeah. there was a part of me the the
2: there was no way that Brian and Roger would let him in. If no, definitely he wasn't not. It wasn't good.
0: Definitely not. Definitely not. Yeah, but honestly, like, I'm so glad that I went to see both Queen and Elton because I know the. That's probably going to be... I mean, hopefully I get to see both of them again at some point because they're just, like, phenomenal. But at least if I don't, I can say that I've got those memories in my head for the rest of my life. You know.
2: And we've got pictures to prove it.
0: We've got pictures to prove it. We've got videos to prove it. I mean, I can imagine for you two, I mean, obviously, like, one day... I mean, I've seen two of my icons. I've seen Queen and Freddie. And... Sean, have you seen Slipknot's? A festival or something? Yeah, Sean's... I went
1: to the Download Festival. The
0: Download Festival. I can remember off the top of my head. So, obviously for you, like, how did you feel, like, seeing Slipknot? I know that sounds like a stupid question, but did you feel, like, emotional? Did you feel proud? Did you feel like... How did you feel when you saw Slipknot at, at, at that festival?
1: It was it was quite a bit odd, because... um Whenever I listen to Slipknot, it's usually their earlier albums when everyone was alive and in the band. So far, they have, when I went to see the festival, four of the four of the uh, nine of them weren't there. I was going to say, Paul died in 2010.
0: Yeah,
1: Craig wasn't there. Chris wasn't there. It was so weird seeing.
0: I w- yeah, just, I was going like, to say because there's quite a lot of members of in Slipknot, up, isn't there? And yeah. there's been a lot of changes over the years, hasn't there? So, yeah, there's nine of them. Yeah. I didn't even yeah. realise there was nine of them. Yeah, so you can imagine it must have been a bit like, it's good, but you wish that the original members were there, basically. Oh, that... of course.
1: I'm glad I went when I did, though. Of course. Because their latest album, The End So Far, implies that they're going to just stop soon. So I'm glad I saw them then, because I got to... Obviously, they played one at least a song from every album, Yeah. so I got to hear the full history of the band in that one concert, yeah. which is good. If yeah. I went to see them earlier, they wouldn't have had the new album, and then I'd want to see that live.
0: Of course, so yeah. So I'm glad
1: I did when yeah. I did. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, because it's, because the one thing I didn't know about, I'm just looking up here, I didn't realize that Subnod was American. Yeah, an American band. I thought they were like British or something. Yeah. No, I didn't realize they were American. There is a
2: British metal well, band though. Uh, Iowa. I, th- I think. Um, yeah, Iowa. I, I think. I think Iron Maiden is British. Are they? I'm pretty sure. All
0: right. And how long have Slip not been around for? I'm pretty for? sure
1: they have the Union Jack in some of their albums.
0: Because they've been around for quite a while. They started in
1: 1995.
0: They? 1995. So again, like.
1: Actually, the, the band started before 1995. They just it was just like, like in a debut section, the vo- lead vocalist left and then Corey joined and then they changed the name to Slipknot. Slipknot was originally just a a demo song. Uh huh. And they changed that to the band's name instead when it's and that's when Slipknot officially started in nineteen
0: ninety five. Oh, well, there you go. So then. it was alive
1: before then just
0: Yeah. I mean, Not like,
1: as good. I, don't
0: think. I mean, David, there must have been a part of you that felt slightly jealous of the fact that Sean has seen Slipknot. Of there course. must have been a part of you that was like raging like you fucking bastard, like, you know
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean <laughs> there is that aspect, but obviously Sean is more of a maggot than me. Yes. M- maggot is the term for uh Slipknot fan. Contact.
0: Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say give give, give our audience some context. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say just, I was literally <laughs> just, about to. Sean, just a maggot. Just a maggot. Talking to a maggot for the past goodness knows how long. <laughs> oh dear yeah, me. Yeah, but... am <laughs> on the end of a
1: fishing line.
0: That's a new Slipknot song on the end of a fishing line. But anyway, no, like. Oh god.
2: But yeah, I was right with Iron Maiden. They're from London.
0: They're from London. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But like, um, do you oh, think? I live from so in terms of because Iron Maiden is that a heavy metal band as well?
2: They're they're a heavy metal band formed in seventy five. So
0: do you think that um do you think there's any any um difference like obviously because um Slipknot's American and Iron Maiden is from Britain. Do you think that in terms of that can you tell like any diff like basically uh, could you tell that Iron Maiden's British and Slipknot is American, or do you think there's no there's no way to tell like by right. their songs or this right. voice well, let's, let's, go for,
2: let's go for bands from the same time period here, because Iron Maiden is from seventy five, uh, Slipknot's from ninety five. Yes, let's go for like a comparison between Iron Maiden and Metallica. They're okay. they're American. Yeah. In terms of that, I don't really think there's a difference between American and British metal. Some people can maybe correct me on that, but I don't personally see a difference. Yeah. But Cause if we were to compare um, the likes of Iron Maiden and Metallica to modern metal, like, maybe Avatar, uh, Slipknot, those kind of bands. Yeah. um, You can definitely tell there's a big difference.
0: Yeah, because for me personally, I feel like... The American heavy metal bands, and this isn't me trying to be like, stereoty- this is just my personal opinion. I feel like the American heavy metal bands, they give more, if you get what I mean. Like, they seem more powerful than the in- than the British ones, from what I've listened to in my personal experience.
2: I suppose that is that aspect, because um, Metallica does have a lot more power than Iron Maiden. Yeah. But, at the end of the day, metal's metal. Uh-huh. Everyone will listen to what they want. Yeah. And if they want to listen to British Metal or American Metal, let them be.
0: Yeah. Uh, Sean, have you got any opinions on that?
1: Not really. I I, I see what you mean when you say Slipknot's a lot more powerful. I prefer Slipknot over Iron Maiden or Metallica because they seem a lot more harsh. It tends to bring out more emotion in me, personally, mm-hmm. but... Uh there is a certain charm that Iron Maiden definitely has.
0: Yeah, That's definitely. For sure. Yeah. I mean, it's just like it's just amazing like I don't know
1: it's much.
0: But... I think the thing as well like obviously we were we've started off talking about like how Music has made an impact on our lives, and now we've just been talking about in general because I feel like, in order to appreciate the music, you've got to understand the band. I feel like that's all people don't appreciate the band, the artist, or whatever. Because the whole thing without knowing the
2: band, music yeah. is meaningless.
0: Because obviously, I don't want to talk too much about it for now, we can talk about it in another time. But the whole thing with Taylor Swift at the moment with her 1989 album, yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely incredible. Because I've listened to both versions, I listened to the original one, and I've listened to the new one, I'm sure many people have out there mm-hmm. and obviously um i can't really give much um details on the backstory because i don't really know too much about it but i'm sure but if you want to understand the backstory basically what it was was some it was something to do with the. i sound pure terrible here forgive me but it was something to do with the rights of her album i think they sold the rights to her album
2: basically the rights to her album was um Owned by the studio that she recorded it with. Yes. And they would not give her the rights back. They wouldn't even let her buy it back. Yeah. But uh-huh. once the rights had run out, that's when she started recording them again and re releasing them. Yeah.
0: And she's like, obviously, she's like a really big inspiration because that just shows how passionate she is about creating her own music. Yeah, yeah. Because again, like, I can't imagine how hard it must be for a band. But when you're doing it, like, when you're doing it, like, pure solo it must be ten times as hard, especially if you're a singer-songwriter. I'm not sure if she is, but, mm. you know. But I, I
2: think she is a uh, singer-songwriter.
0: Yeah. But anyway, like, I've obviously listened to um, both both um albums, and in her version, you can just hear the emotion in her voice. It is just absolutely incredible. Every single song in that album is a winner.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I actually listened to it the other day going to uni, and I just started to get, like, I started to get tears in my eyes, honestly, because like music can be very emotional for people. And uh, uh, David knows what I'm talking about here, and I I can't talk about this without getting a little bit red, which thankfully, thankfully, you guys can't see.
2: (laughs) um, I I know where this is going. I
0: think (laughs) Sean knows where this is going as well. Sean must know. So, uh, uh, when we went see Queen, there was a moment in the show where Ryan May sat on a stool and played. Love of my life, and it took me by surprise because I did not expect, I did not expect to cry, and then all of a sudden, just blobbing, just blobbing, because you were standing.
2: Blobbing is the British way of saying crying.
0: Yeah, just started to just cry, 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 cry and cry, and I, I the thing is, as well as I don't know what made me cry. I just like, started to cry.
2: Like, on one hand, the song is a very emotional song, a yeah. song, right? But it's also because of the way that Brian May built it up, saying, like, uh, Fred, a young Freddie Mercury would sing this much better than I would, blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, uh-huh. And then about halfway through the song, the screens showed Freddie Mercury singing the song. Yeah,
0: yeah. Because I don't think people realise how emotional music can be because... That's the only song... I still can't hear that song now without crying uh-huh. because I'm just reminded of the concert and everything and Freddie and everything. So yeah. definitely, I think it's safe to say that um, music impacts everyone's lives, I think. Whether that be emotion or, you know, like... You can listen to a song just for the sake of it. That's fine. That's mm-hmm. absolutely fine. Yeah, But for me, music is just... It'll always be in my heart music. Like I couldn't live without music. I wouldn't know I wouldn't know what to do with myself. Yeah. So safe so to wrap up on the episode, guys, um your favourite band of all time, who you going for and why? No, your top three bands or singers. Who you going for and why?
2: I'll let Sean go first.
0: Sean Uh why am I going first? I because like I need
1: time to think, Slipknot, <laughs> obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Slipknot's obviously the top one because very emotional, connects very well with their music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna go on to my next tube actually while say <laughs> doing this. Um, actually, there's a there, there's these people on on YouTube called JT Music. The way I originally found them was when I was younger in primary school, I actually... Uh, I used to listen to a lot of like fan-made music of games. And particularly
2: Five Nights at Freddy's. That was a very
1: prominent one. Yeah, particularly that. And they were, very, they were like a prominent one, and they're still going, and I'm still listening to their music. Very good one. And Ice Nine Kills is one I've been listening to more now, because they're... The, the main thing about this, I loved their music before, but when I went to download everyone was singing the song and it was i was right at the front with like with thousands of people just singing along like you could not hear the band at all over everyone else <laughs> just felt it felt so powerful <laughs> it was very funny as well uh that, that's my free that they're my free uh musicians I'm gonna
2: say that's a fair three.
0: That's fair three. Yeah. What about you two? I was surprised about the other two, but I'm glad that Slipknot was your first. If Slipknot wasn't your first, I'd be a bit concerned. <laughs> but well, I mean, obviously, oh my goodness, it's hard because we know my top two are Queen yeah, and, the put them Queen in. and it's, Elton. It's got to be Queen because I listened to Queen first. Then it's Elton.
2: And there's there's no explanation needed for those There's
0: no two. explanation. Need for those two, because I pretty much talked about it the, the, worst, entire, yeah. the whole episode. My third one, Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. Now, it's not a band I've talked about throughout this podcast, because I've just become Ooh. a very recent listener of Fleetwood Mac, thanks to someone in my work. Hi, Des, hope you're listening. <laughs> this is for you. <laughs> but, yeah. Um,
2: a wee shout-out are to we your shout-out co-worker.
0: A wee shout-out to my co-worker, Des. He probably won't listen to this, but hey-ho. Um, yeah, so... Um, yes, you
2: never know. Something.
0: You never know. Um, so... Des introduced me to Fleetwood Mac because it was just something on conversation. Because I think I think how it started off is he was asking about where he could get banned T shirts, and I suggested the shop, a Damaged Society. Mm. And then I said, "Oh, they sell Fleetwood Mac, ACDC, blah 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 blah."
2: And he'd never heard of them before.
0: No, he hadn't. And then he went in and got t-shirts. And I there was one he was wearing, and there was an album. Can't remember the album off the top of my head. And I was like, "All oh, right, is that is that an album?" And then, because we've got, and then he just messaged me a list of Fleawood Mac songs. Mm. And I just gave him a go, and I just love with Mac, because I never, because I'd obviously heard Fleawood Mac, because my parents listened to with my quite a lot but I was a bit like eh, eh, eh. you know again just in the background music wasn't really paying much attention mm-hmm. but then when I actually listened to them myself again I think because David because you've heard quite a few songs they're definitely a very emotional band aren't very, they very, they are very. very very emotional for some songs like You Can Go Your Own Way The Chain Landslide they're very they're I can't really put a word on it Mm. do you know what i mean they're very very emotional certain songs yeah i think the song that gets me the most i don't know if you've heard it is landslide i've not if heard it, no. if you haven't heard that song guys go check it out um actually go check all the bands that we've talked about today because i guarantee that you will love at least one of them i mean you might hate some but we're hoping they might love some of them but mm. yeah so for me elton no sorry queen elton and leeward mac are my top three definitely. Because yeah. Leewood Mac just gives me a little bit of joy as well, but it also makes me a bit emotional, and the emotional bands are the ones that stick with me the most, I think. So, yeah, that's me. So I've talked too much. So what about you, David? What are your top
2: three? I mean, my top one is the same as Sean. It's, it has to be Slipknot. Yeah. For many different reasons. One of them being, like, I can. I find myself being able to listen to them whenever, no matter what emotions I'm feeling. There's always a song that fits my emotions. Mm. Um, it's just a very near and dear band to me. Um, the second I have to say Queen. Yeah. Yeah. It's. It's. Oh. <laughs> well, no I'm, a, I'm shocked
0: by that. I, I didn't think the Queen would be. I mean, I kind of thought would be a top three, but I didn't think you'd put that second. I'm quite mm. surprised. So why is Queen your second?
2: Well, I've listened to Queen all my life. Um, yeah. It's it's kind of hard to explain for me because it's not just the music, it's also like...
0: Would you say it's the background of the band as well?
2: N- no, it's more of the background of me listening to the band. Yeah. My life and, like, family that live further away now that I haven't been able to see for so many years and...
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, just all that kind of thing.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. But... It brings back memories. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: And the third band, for me, I'm kind of sh- struggling to think of one, but... Pff, honestly, probably Sabaton.
0: Oh, hello, that's one we haven't talked about.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's... There's got some really amazing songs, some really inspiring guitar riffs, and... Yeah. Overall, um, most people have probably heard The Last Stand because that was a meme a a little while ago.
0: Yeah, I've heard of that, but I haven't listened to it. Mm -hmm.
2: But those are my top three.
0: Well, that's that. We've had our top three, and... Thanks very much for um, joining us, guys. Hope it went well. Apologies if it was a wee bit weird, but this is our first episode, so we will try to improve. But hope you enjoyed it, and uh, uh, join us next time for All About Life. Again, where all we talk about is life. Goodbye. Bye.
1: Bye.